When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, uh, welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton, as usual. Psychic Josh is to my side this week. I am. I've had you opposite and across yep. from today to the side. And you, you've gone cranberry juice again. Uh, um, or cranberry and raspberry. Cranberry and raspberry right. this week. No, I didn't have this last week. It was different. I thought it was you different. Had no, I had elderflower and grape last week, oh, Josh. Someone else must have had cranberry. Yeah, already, uh, already a riveting opening well, uh, to the show. We've got two, yes. more excitingly, legendary Arsenal supporting guests this week. In fact, I'm going to elevate their status to iconic. Two icons of Arsenal fandom. Jeff Arsenal, <laughs> shaking his head as I speak. But you are. No. How many Twitter followers have you got, Jeff? I don't know. As no. I always 140 ask. 140,000? Yeah, it's always just, Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, apparently I bought them, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm still paying for them, I think. <laughs> I think that's true. 148. Thank you. 148, yeah. Good check. And Tim Payton, welcome Tim, of Arsenal Supporters Trust fame. How Good many evening. followers have you got on Twitter? Do you know? I think it's about 51,000. That's pretty, pretty solid as well. Surprised we let him on with that few. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And boys, you're somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about 72 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's not about Twitter followers, Josh. Well, you said you were going to read out people's bios, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. So oh, yeah. Introduce people. Oh, yeah, got so right. Tim's. Tim says, sports communications for work also tweet own views on Arsenal's ownership, finances and governance. Custodianship matters. Join the AST. There you go. <laughs> That's a, uh, a, buzzy, a buzzy Twitter bio. And then do you want Jeff's? Yeah, go on. You, you read Jeff's. I'll read Jeff's. The Arsenal, wife, kids, dogs and sweet, soulful house music. Now, it used to be in that order, you know, but I used to get bollocks because, oh, well, you like the Arsenal more than you do your wife and kids. I mean, it's very tongue-in-cheek, you know, honestly. <laughs> but house music? Who's your current... Soulful house oh, music. Oh, soulful house yeah, music. Who's your different... current favourite soulful house music? It's, um... it's, it's not really the artists, it's the DJs. Oh, and okay. I was oh. around oh. from the Ministry of Sound from, like, oh, yeah, 90s, yeah, yeah. And, and it was oh, mental, so... God, I'd love to I'm see Jeff, Jeff at the Ministry of Sound in the oh, 90s. I played there. I used to play. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. 
little time off work to just it got my head so much that I really enjoyed it that I had six months off of work and it was like I wanted to tick the box. I mean, because at the time that was a massive, massive set. It was the best, loudest sound in Europe. Anyway, wow. we've got yeah. to digress. But well, I like the digression. Yeah. Um, we mainly digress. Mainly digress, yeah. yeah, to be honest. Um, before we, actually, I got an email just before I set off for this um, this podcast from a friend of my Arsenal fan, a regular listener uh, called Nick Deer, who's a top-level publicist in the world of television. He said this. He said... Um, what day is the pod this week? I can't wait for Alan Alger. It's an early reference to Alan. Every week we the bell. to Alan. The Alan Alger bell has gone off on three minutes yeah, 30. I can't wait for Alan to say it was only Southampton reserves. Obviously about the game was And there's a 14.9 chance he's forgotten how to enjoy himself while washing his team because his mind is a mess of fractions and numbers, which I thought was really funny. Brilliant. Alan, if you're listening, uh, that's a nice comical uh, attack on you. We're going to have the Alan versus Jeff podcast at some point. God, I'm, I'm really looking season. forward to it, honestly. That'll be good. But... Let's begin. You're gonna, so as we speak live, well, not live, obviously, when you hear this later tonight, Monday night, we'll know the draw for the FA Cup, but it's, it's going to take place in the middle of this podcast. Yeah, it is. So uh, when we get there in the pod towards the end, we'll, so you're we'll let you know. I, we, I yeah. don't know about you. I'm hoping for one of the non-league teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really, Nigel Winterman made this point on the uh, Arsenal media. He basically said, forget the idea that you want like a glamorous tie. No. As a player, you no. just want the easiest game available and let's face it that is going to be Sutton or Lincoln at home and there are six other clubs in the draw who aren't Premier League so one of them at home and, and Tim you're making the point about a home credit for the well, season this is ticket. what the Arsenal board will be fingers crossed for is give us a home tie because they're struggling to get us up to the seven paid for credits and they won't want to credit one back to us on yeah, the renewal give money back, do they? So, um, <laughs> and we're a little bit short this year we're only the buying game only takes us to number four in cut oh. games so far so they've got to get three more in so were we to get us. beaten by Bayern Munich as unlikely a scenario as that is and were we to lose wow, away in the fifth round of the FA Cup, we'd have to get a refund on three games. Mm. Wow. So a bit Go of money coming pump. back. Yeah. That's Go good, on. Boyd. That is good. Yeah, I thought you'd want an away tie at one of them. I thought you'd like to go to Lincoln or... or um, I'd be Sutton. very happy. Well, uh, Sutton's a bit more convenient, isn't it? Well, either. I'll be happy to go to either. Yeah. I went. I invited you to come to Southampton. You rejected you did, the opportunity. I, yeah, I, I, you I won't get a ticket at Sutton. No, it'll be what like, an allocation, the, yeah, the yeah. smallest in our history, I'd have thought. If that scenario you talked about does occur, we'll be able to use our um, refund to buy a farewell present for Arzenvenger, won't we? Because his feet won't touch the ground if we are out of the cup in the next two games. I guess you could say there's still the league to go, but you see the point. Look, if we lost by Munich and lost at Chelsea away in the fifth round, I'm tempting fate here. There wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a sackable offence for for the manager well, anyway, it, would we'll be for mo- it would be for most fans but not all of them and not the not, no, the, board. not the two here not, not the board, Jeff so and I speak. Um, anyway lots to discuss we also weren't going to touch on safe standings that's become an issue that I'm sitting down now but I'll stand later yeah, yeah. Stand, oh that's good stand later that's an issue that is at the foremost forefront of many people's minds um, and I have to say personally I think it's you know it's a good idea we should come back but Tim can update us on that um, but let's talk about the match you went you were there at Southampton was anyone else there yeah. no. oh no I didn't go no, I, no, no, I watched it on BT TV Ultra HD well, the fans were terrific. The first thing I yeah. can say, we, we, we haven't always, um, certainly, you know, we get a lot of stick at home. It's not been one of the loudest set of supporters. Away, we are quite good. And I thought we we're really good, actually. I don't know how it came across on TV. Very loud. But um, yeah. certainly right. my friends in the Southampton section who I went home with made the point that the Arsenal away fans were great. It's always easier to be a bit loud and noisy when you are winning, winning. that comfortably yeah. away at um, another Premier League club. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a very, quite a convenient trip. 
Because when I asked you the other week, yeah. which would be an away game you oh, might no, like I've... to do, you said because it is kind of not that far away. Get on the train from Waterloo, oh, an hour oh, twenty. Yeah, you know, the only reason there. I didn't oh, I would love to have gone. The only reason I didn't go was because uh, my mate was coming back from uh, being away for ages, and I and I had to see him. <laughs> well, look, we'll still so, have a trip to Southampton yeah, League, so we can maybe we'll do that once again. But I was really excited mm. at um, two o'clock. Was it, no, what time did you cook off? No, yeah, four thirty mm. when the team was texted to me. Yeah, my uh, and uh, the team Who's was. Hang on, is that Finger? Who, who texted no, or Steve Bowles? Presumably, the Arsenal team or the Southampton team? team? Oh, I didn't even. I never. Obviously, never heard of that. Because I saw the Arsenal team and thought. Mm. Yeah, but was a bit nervous. Oh, saw was... the Southampton team and was very happy because oh, yeah. knew we were going to win before it started. Right. Well, I'd, no, I hadn't even seen the Southampton team. I just saw the Arsenal team and I thought, well, that's an exciting, innovative exactly. group. Mm. And I thought, you know, I thought, well, what's the formation going to be? Very offensive, wasn't it? Very offensive. Yeah. All Loads my favourites back. Theo back. Welbeck back. Very exciting. Very interesting. Yeah. The, the Oxlade, Ox in like. the middle. And the whole, I thought the whole thing, as soon as they started, I thought this is interesting. And a different form, essentially a different formation, wasn't it, to what it we was playing refreshing. for a while? It was refreshing. And, I, and I, I wish I'd tweeted it. I didn't. And I would have thought, felt really, I, did. I would have looked really clever. Because I was, I was going to tweet, oh, what an exciting team. And, you know, I'm really excited by it. Yeah. And, then, and, and then it looks like And there's an underlying reason for that, something we used to talk about a lot and we yeah. don't talk about anymore. Go on. Injuries. Oh, yeah, that's true. Never yes. had. It must yeah. be 10 years. Since we had such a fit squad, yeah. and it's part is obviously does does fall out for a long time, and that's a yeah. hit. But it's you look well, at it, it really? and it shows when everybody is fit. There's some fantastic youngsters and some fantastic bench talent yeah. that can go in that squad. And at the moment, almost everybody in Arsenal have never had such a fit squad at this time of the year. Yeah, but so the obviously the obvious question, Jeff, which yeah. I put to you is: yeah. is the Southampton reserves question? It is that we were facing some third choice defenders, particularly yeah. who were terrible yeah. so is the whole thing well overly flattering no. or should we take a lot of heart from a really good performance by a bunch of young attacking you still players? you've still definitely got to turn up listen you've got to remember we we done the same against other teams and got turned over mm. in the past you yeah. know put a you know half strength team out or youngsters out and we've got Sammy Sheffield Wednesday last season was it last season I think it was wasn't it well only when go we back three months out, go back three got... months and Southampton did it in reverse exactly yeah. yeah you yeah. know it's just it all depends how they turn up you've got to go and commit yourself when you get out of there and they did them boys they just uh, did, you know they was at it wasn't they mm. it, was it was a really bit of good, good timing time. as well Welbeck obviously it was a natural game you you, picked, yeah. you could have known a, like a month ago this was the game he was going to finally get a start and be look, fit and raring to go and I thought his comments today in the press conference about still not wanting to overdo it with him and being yeah. cautious with him it's probably the right comments like I, you know despite scoring two goals presumably he won't start on Tuesday you know he, he will have still that role to come off the bench for a couple of games it might be his next start is the next round of the FA Cup yeah well, I think that would be sad I think I think he can withstand you know a few more starts can't he I hope so well what Tim said about the squad being so fit is tremendously exciting I mean the one player we're, we're missing obviously Kazola who's has been out the whole year everyone else is is pretty much back but yeah. that even that team it, it was 10 changes but it it didn't feel like 10 changes. We've got a strong you, squad. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you saw the stat about the midfield three, which I liked, about all being double-barrel yeah. names of Rain Adelaide, Maitland, Niles, Noxley, Chamberlain. I wonder if we've ever had a, a trio of uh, Never. Of I can't imagine any names. team in history's no. ever had three well, double barrel more not be made of it? I think that's We're the, the ones thing to make more of it, Josh. We're making something of it. Ainsley, right Maitland, Niles, Jeff Rain, Adelaide, and Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. And, it, and they were good. Well, particularly exciting for, Alex, for the Ox. So the Ox gets derided week in, week out, as you know, by, particularly by Alan Alger yeah. on, this, on this podcast. And yeah. to be fair to Alan, like his performances when he has hit, played this season have, won't, haven't been great. 
I mean, I think here's my theory about him is that I think I mean I think being on the wing is the most exposed position for any player, oh, and I think it's why Theo has been gets derided year in year out. By well, they can only fans. go one way, can't they? It's so go, difficult. Exactly, it's, it's the most exposed position, isn't it? And I think you can count on the fingers of one hand really consistent, effective wingers in yeah, any team. It's very true. Who like dominate games? They're yeah. always players that are going to literally yeah. float in and out of a game. Yeah. So now the and the Ox has been one of those. I think now mm. seeing him again in midfield. Spraying it about, spraying some brilliant passes was pretty incredible. I know it's only Southampton, but what did you, uh, Tim? Were you as, were you as excited about that as me? I, I know what you're saying. In that, I think one of the problems the Ox has is he's often told to play a role, yeah. but isn't the natural role for his game. And you can kind of see that if he went back to a Southampton or a club at that kind of level, that he'd really shine because he'd be one of the best players yeah. in the squad and able to play the game that fits him. And this is the challenge he's going to have at Arsenal. He's obviously not going to get the freedom the other players get and a game like that was a perfect example for him to shine in Mm. he was also of course I was think a player going back to the home club yeah Yeah, there's a little bit of extra incentive I think the difference difficulty with 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 playing the ox in there is you know you are you're gonna have to give him game time to get him in there right and being at a massive football club like Arsenal which they are competitive right I don't know whether you get that time any longer. But I would, play him, I would play him tomorrow against Watford in that role I rather would, than, yeah. say, Ramsey. I, would, yeah. I think he should keep at least I, for that one I think one he's go- better than Ramsey in that position. Yeah, I really I do. do. Yeah. Honestly. Offers us more. Yeah. Josh? Josh? Well, I thought the comments that um, he made on Oxford Chamberlain was interesting today. I don't know if you saw this because it was no. a press conference only today. Um, because he was asked the question about where his future lies. Is it in the middle or is oh, it yeah. out wide? And he came back and said... Um, he is a good flank player and a good central player, but the future person is, I would say, is more central than on the flank for him. But when you are young, you want to come in the team and the push is always a bit more on the flank. Why? Because centrally there is more experience demanded, more planning, more tactical planning on the flanks. You're a bit, you can be a bit more instinctive. But naturally, he's a guy, I think, who is comfortable to always be involved in the game. It looks, in all the games he has played central, that in many of them he has done very well. And I think that that is shown. I mean, he sort of, it almost it was a bit weird to see Oxford Chamberlain taking responsibility for the team mm across yeah. the middle of the pitch but I, I even noticed I mean it sounds ridiculous but I did notice it just as kickoff was warming up obviously he's got two youngsters next to him in Maitland Niles and Ray Adelaide but he was going up to them and being the one to, to go and have a word in their ear and reminding them and pointing mm. and I saw him do it quite a few times in the game and that's hugely encouraging for him and you know it seems like you know not that long ago in August we're thinking he could really leave the club like he, you know yeah. he was the player probably that could have been on his way out Walcott was the one that was sort of looking much better in pre-season and started the season scoring all those goals and yet suddenly the idea of him leaving would seem ridiculous like he's an important part of the squad um, and as with so many of them the only players that look like they could be on their way out it, you know it's deadline day is tomorrow and usually there's way more activity going on yeah. for us as we talk about these ones in January and well, there's, we no need to sign. there's no activities well it's just Debussy well. might leave and he was asked oh. about Carl Jenkinson today and he dodged the question boat, he? well he basically said Carl has to find somewhere that he feels happy professionally and personally which I think basically meant no one is prepared to pay him the money that is currently being played to not play for Arsenal Football Club and therefore he's probably going to stay Mm. Um, but yeah, there's basically nothing going no, on nothing. transfer-wise because Welbeck is the, uh, the yeah, new well, it signing. It was brilliant to see Welbeck back, wasn't it? And you know, mm. I mean, to me, I know, I know, I, I know, I, well, I'm going to sink into the inevitable slagging off of uh, Giroud. But to me, he's got everything that Giroud's got and more. Yeah, uh, you know, oh, the pace, the pace, pace. He can hold, he holds up the yeah. ball. He, but he also tracks back a bit. Quite in fact, quite a lot. On um, we took the goal so well. I mean, I, and yeah. takes and is a better finisher. 
Surely. He did. Mm. So that, that one where it sort of has come over, it's a difficult ball to control. He's got a deft touch on it and then just had the awareness to, to put it in. He's also generally less Brilliant. of a drama queen. You know, I look yeah. at someone like Welbeck and you I like think... like the celebration? The celebration was fine. It was trendy funny. and hip. Yeah, it yeah, you know, it was, it, yeah, it was funny. And there's just something about him that's like, he's a good old-fashioned, isn't he, kind he's, of player. He's been schooled correctly, hasn't he, I think? Schooled, exactly. Schooled correctly. No. Whereas, you know, these like he fancy He wouldn't have dance. all them fancy Dan's no. foggy, would he? You know, he'd be out the door. He wouldn't have none like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. so it, it was brilliant to have him. But again, how often would you play? What would you do? Would you you think, no, he's got no chance of playing against Watford, let alone Chelsea? Or would you, mm. you know, i play him against Chelsea. I really would. I wouldn't play him against Watford, because I think, you know, fine. But i definitely... Great Keep to have the fit. option. I think it's a much better bet against Chelsea than Giroud, definitely. They're going to be fine. Well, it, it. it will free up that option now that we had trouble with on uh, why why Giroud has been playing, I think, is because Sanchez has been put onto the left-hand side in because yeah. we got battered for three or four games down our left, didn't we, for a little while. Uh, and so I think that he switched Sanchez over to the left so the right-back of the opposing team would, wouldn't be bombing on. They'd be more worried about Sanchez. Yeah. Well, now he gives us an option to put Sanchez back in the middle which I think is his best position as a centre forward. Yeah, Dangerous. absolutely. Yeah, and Welbeck can go out there because yeah. the, the, the threat yeah, is that's still there. Welbeck played before. Yeah, I the, think he will be. Used the threat is oh. still there. You know, with with Welbeck, the, the, a fullback won't be bombing on. They'd be more concerned about defending. And that that that'd be a very fluid front line, wouldn't it? If you had yeah. Welbeck and Alexis and maybe Theo, Theo on the right hand side, that would be, be plenty great, of pace. Yeah. With with all of them fit, it means that for all these massive games we've got coming up, Chelsea away, Bayern Munich away, Liverpool away, it, it won't be the same team doing mm. the same thing. You know, he, he had massive amount of options and. Hopefully, getting the right combination for each game to, to prey on the weaknesses of our opposition. We've also got to talk about the effect that um, the ban on Arsene Wenger had, on, and we'll talk about that in a second. Before let, let's go to a break. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. And we're back from the break. So, of course, Arsene Wenger has got his four-game his four ban. But it's a weird ban, isn't it? Because he can talk to the team before and after and at half-time and communicate via his headphones. It was funny watching him with his headphones on. So, I mean, it's kind of... It's, it's, it's not really... I mean, I, you know, I'm quite happy. that It seems fine. What difference is he going to make? Well, did you see before... I, w- I want to hear sort of Tim and, and Jeff's opinion on this. He, he got up for every goal and applauded. Like, yeah. he, he sort of stood yeah. up alone in this director's yeah. box of the opponents, yeah. <laughs> cheering every goal. I love that. Oh, it would have been easy for him to just sit there and just nod, yeah. but he literally got up, stood up and applauded. I love that yeah. about yeah. it. He was the only one. He doesn't know the... The director's box protocol. Etica, you must yeah. sit there. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't make any difference, does it? It's not. How could it? Why would it make any difference? It's not a. It's not a huge impact. No, right. it's not. I think they, they talk about the stadium ban. Or I don't know whether that how that fits under the regulations. But when you can phone the bench, meet yeah. the team before and at yeah. half time, yeah. it's a very minor impact, isn't it? it really as a penalty. Is, yeah. 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 And anyway, we know we're going to win and we're going to make substitutions generally anyway. So even that was uh, it had hardly any effect. Well, I, well, I read on Twitter that, 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 <laughs> that Baldy made all the decisions. He, really? He picked the team in the first place. He no. made the decision. No, well, that's right, exactly. Who, so no one seriously oh, said that. There were people going It's because we won five, that's why. You know oh, what I mean? I that's the reason why all the... <laughs> 
Or Wenger out brigade. Alexis Sanchez made the decisions because he brought himself on. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was funny. Because really, you know, you can understand yeah. the desire to play, but you don't need to risk a player as good no. as that. Oh, it was game, bizarre. Do you? Yeah, did well when he came on. Alexis finally gets some much needed game time. It was kind of bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, if ever there was a scenario where there is no need. Um, yeah. You can't even with like a in the days where you know Henri would have been rested, you, you wouldn't have seen him. Come and we on can in laugh that about way. that now, but if he'd have gone down with something mm. that taking himself, oh, for six I weeks thought it was going to happen. Imagine. I thought this is so Arsenal. Yeah. You know, we're five nil up or something, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden we will bring Sanchez on, he'll get injured. You know, Do you think he got like, confused and thought it contributed to his golden boot? challenge or something that he insisted on coming because he thought he could score I don't know I, mean, I just think he goes home after a game and has a game of football in the garden as well <laughs> I just think yeah. he loves football that much yeah yeah it was it was annoying though seeing him do, seeing him doing that wasn't it it was it was completely unwarranted and also it was interesting because uh, Pear was on the bench wasn't he yeah. and he's yeah. recently sort of come back for you thought if ever there's a scenario come on for Rob yeah. Holding or yeah. uh, was it Mustafi who was alongside yeah, yeah. that was clearly the scenario to give him 15 minutes mm-hmm. at the end of a game it, it seemed really odd like why have him sort of part of the matchday squad and available maybe to play? he's not quite ready but then surely if he's on the bench I mean it's all right, you know. Worst is you come on and make a mistake and you lose five one. Like surely you give him game. Easing back in gently, get used to sitting on the bench. <laughs> it's yeah. funny that our club captain just never plays football. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so actually, Arsenal, isn't, isn't it? it? It's it's very Arsenal. Arsenal. Is there any other club that always has their club captain? Not the extent to which we well, it's, yeah. it's, it's become a bock, isn't it? If you become club captain, that means your career is yeah. more or less over. You're fucked, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got his extra year, doesn't he? That I was announced recently. Carry as club captain for that year. Yeah, probably not playing at all. Imagine if he sort of went up to lift a trophy at the end of a season. You know, I know that's fanciful. So I think he'd ride out. He barely, mm. barely, barely contributes. Mm. But to go back to the big question, Tim, how much positivity do you take from that performance, bearing in mind the Southampton team mm. that you mentioned? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, you, the thing with the FA Cup now is you have to look at the team sheets before, don't you? The yeah. teams are really almost throwing certain games there and we'll soon know who Arsenal are playing in the next round mm. my prediction there is if we go out to Bayern Munich we'll play a strong team yeah. with a trophy left if we are still in contention against Munich or go through then you'll see as weak a team as he can put out using the second squad but that all being said you can take some great positive the main positives I think were to see two or three of the first team squad who've been injured for a long term get game, yeah. get match fit, play well. We talked about who they are and to see yeah. some of the youngsters given a game. Mm. So it's kind of like all in, it's a win. But I don't think you can read a great amount into mm. what it means vis-a-vis Arsenal's form overall because it just wasn't, it wasn't a competitive game. Sure. And if you had rules about teams tanking matches, you'd apply them to Southampton. Mm. I, th- I think this whole um, run since we lost to Everton and Manchester City has been all about trying to keep momentum going because it's always been about can we get through to that Chelsea game and pretty much not lose and yes we dropped two points at Bournemouth but kind of the scenario we managed to get a point out of it kind of felt like there's positivity around the club so just going and winning in any way helped And, and we've seen sort of Liverpool season I mean, I saw sort of jokes on, on Twitter yeah. about sort of, you know, invitations to Liverpool end of season party now on the, at the end of January because, you know, they've gone out of both cups. I think it's a... One, I mean, in, one in eight, w- isn't it? Or one in nine? Uh, they've, won. they've won one game and, this, and it's three, this calendar one, year, haven't they? It's incredible. And that How was you, at Plymouth, the way in the cup. It's under the radar, isn't it, really? The thought yeah, of it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, so three home defeats in a row at Liverpool. So it's all about, you know, just avoiding defeat in the cup and we couldn't have done it in, in better circumstances. I think, you know, it was just great. Everything and one about other it. thing, I mean, I think the 
bigger issues that have hit Liverpool, small squad catching up with uh, Mane being away, Coutinho going down. But I do think when, and I got some some grief for saying this at the time, I thought that mm. was as close as I'd ever seen to Arsenal throwing a game as Southampton in the, mm. in, in the quarterfinal. But yeah. you win that quarterfinal, you give yourself two extra games in January, that double leg semi-final. Yeah, sure. And it's not, a huge incentive to get through and I really think that Arsene Wenger thought I don't need those two extra games yeah. well I really don't care about that cup I mean I just no. I cannot wrap, get in, in any interest well, in that well clearly the manager didn't in no, the team no, no, and I don't really blame him but I really do care about the FA Cup still and I do think I think we're in a weird position where we make 10 changes but actually for us for me like players like Theo and Welbeck and the Ox, in this particular case of playing in that midfield role, are kind of I prefer, preferable options for me to the so-called first choices at the moment in those positions. I so agree. we're in a weird thing where our second choices in many ways are better than our first agree, choices yeah, or, different, or at least as good as. Well, you put the three up against the other three. Yeah, I, exactly. It it is, the second three are, are much more offensive. Yeah. So now I wonder in Wenger's mind which way he's going to go. Does he think... These people, does he does he agree with us, or does he is he going to revert back to? I'll just, I'm intrigued to know what team is going yeah, to play against Watford. Absolutely, Willie, do you think? Yeah, Sanchez obviously starts. Sanchez, Ozil yeah. comes Anurzel, back. Yeah. Shelney comes back. Petr Cech comes back. Giroud, does Giroud come back? Not, not sure, sure about Giroud. No, I'm not sure. Um, I really hope not. He might, <laughs> he might put the ox in there. For it will all be about obviously. what he wants to do against Chelsea. I think that will be course, influencing yeah. heavily, and there'll have to be obviously changes between Tuesday's team and and Saturday's team. Yeah. It's a huge, big um, quandary in a way, isn't it? As to who he chooses to play against Chelsea, particularly. So Chelsea's against, the guy, and I don't think. I mean, I don't think Watford's a walkover by any stretch, but at least you no. know. Look, but the Chelsea game, that team selection is going to be absolutely fascinating. The atmosphere on Tuesday could be a big one if, if you know Liverpool get ahead against Chelsea, and the you know it's played at the same time as our game, and you know we can get ahead. Suddenly, that gap goes from what eight to five, yeah. and then you know that we can go to Stanford Chelsea and, and get within a you know a victory of them. That is a massive incentive. And even if we go, and Jeff and I were talking before the pod, even if we went and took a point, which I think we both agreed we'd take at this point, mm-hmm. five points is entirely... Well, be like You take being five way, points. The best-case scenario is two points behind come Saturday afternoon. Exactly. The worst yeah. case is be 11 or 11 even 14. Points, yeah. So the, 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 the title could be over by yeah. Saturday afternoon. 100%. It could be fully yeah. on. It's yeah. such a massive yeah. swing. That tough game for them away at Anfield and then head-to-head. It so massive. Well, we we'll really have done. a feel for it by the weekend. What was the last home game we played when we scored in the last, well, 93rd minute? Was, was Burnley. It? Burnley. When they scored that, that yeah, penalty, yeah. I thought we was done. I'd never, Agreed. ever yeah, felt yeah. so depressed. Yeah. And that's, why, that's, that's why Wenger we're, lost it because it was it was over yeah, yeah that's, I thought why it was it, over. that's why uncharacteristically even by his lost it isn't yeah it? and it wasn't yeah. actually the refereeing decision at the time no. it was the much more why? big picture yeah. thing yeah, everything yeah. Else that would right. be too much yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. who Tim who do you think you should play against particularly against Chelsea who, who, would you go would you stick with Giroud and Ramsey and those people or would you bring in no I think at Chelsea I'd play Sanchez in that position striker, and you use the, the the pace on the attack and yeah. what he adds to the team yeah, yeah definitely yeah. and Theo play Theo do you know it probably depends on how match fit he is yeah. the decision I I don't know um, I'm not sure that Theo contributes enough to the fight in the middle of the pitch that will be so key at Chelsea what 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 I would do is I would take a leaf out of Fergie's book because if you remember rightly Fergie used to always play Welbeck and then yeah, yeah, yeah. In big games. Yeah, definitely. He's got a big game mentality. Yeah. yeah. And that Chelsea game, 
I will definitely play him on the left hand yeah. side. And I think he adds more tackles back, more, yeah, he adds more yeah, physicality. Yeah. And that's my comment about Theo. He's a sort of a certain amount of a luxury when he mm. goes in. Although Theo did tackle back a bit against Southampton. <laughs> oh, he's been just... tackling back a lot. Yeah, no, a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. <laughs> a lot. But I also think he gives you more space because he's so fast. I think without, I think we've missed him yeah. a huge amount. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. He's been injured. Not almost. Uh, not so much for you know what he actually does with the ball, but just the space he creates for other players true. and the, keeping the, the well, pace. Well, you've got an out ball. If you're under pressure, you have got that out yeah, ball. You can yeah, just punt exactly. it, and you know he's going to run after it. Exactly. You've got a good chance of getting there. Before we get to the FA Cup draw, which is happening, I believe, just about live. What is happening then with safe standing? Is, so there's a is, there's a general campaign, as far as I can tell. There's, there's been a campaign for a long time, but it's really getting some momentum now. Back in November. Premier League had a meeting of all the clubs together and they agreed for the first time that they would do a proper review of it. So the Premier League have been commissioned by the clubs to look at the technical issues, the legal issues, what supporters think. Um, There is a groundswell of support for this. And one of the things the Premier League will do is listen to fans and take the view of fans. Mm. So we thought it was, when I say we there, Arsenal Supporters Trust, and we've had great support with Profile from BSM and Acer and Red Action, we thought we'd take the temperature of Arsenal fans. So this is the first ever detailed survey of Arsenal asking Arsenal fans what they want. So we've then got a view to go back to Ivan Gazidis and Arsenal about what they do. But we can also go to the Premier League. And I think that people say to me, oh, what do you think? There is still a way to go. But you look, it's been introduced in Celtic in the same country. People know you can stand in the lower leagues. You can stand mm. at other sport. We're not talking about the old days of the packed terraces. We're no. talking about either standing in rail seating or even potentially licensing the standing like people already do now, it's got a good chance of coming. It's also got some momentum because, and this is where Arsenal might have to keep up with the Joneses, know that Chelsea and Spurs are both very interested in building it into the new stadia. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of got to get going there to make the decision for them. And West Ham have also said they're keen on it because of the issues they've had moving fans over, although it's not West Ham's decision because technically that stadium belongs to somebody else in, in the park area. Mm. But everybody you go to seems such overwhelming support for it. So anyone listening here who hasn't put the opinion across yet, the easiest way to go to survey is go to arsenaltrust.org, the Arsenal Supporters Trust website, and the survey is the lead story on the front page. It'll take about 60 seconds, 60 to 90 seconds to fill it in. The more people have a say, the more football listens. So mm. let's get to it. it and have some standing again at football games. Are you in favour of Jeff? Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm. Love it. It's going to be much... You know, we have got something missing at Arsenal. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's something missing there. And if anything that could enhance the atmosphere... You've got to buy into it, mate. There's no mm. no reason. I'm, I'd, I'd go with. I'd stand up. It'd be great. I'd Josh, you talked about the great atmosphere at Southampton. The fans were standing. Of course, there were like mm. however many. I think we we're about five thousand down at Southampton. Helps you to think about. It. You go to church. You stand up to sing. Up, it's a natural course. position to sing, yeah. isn't it? it is, to stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Every away ground we go to, really, yeah. you, you find yourself standing. Loads, yeah. So if if that is the way it is, then you think there has to be a mechanism to to make that in the safest possible environment. And you have to look at Germany, as I know so much of the research that's come out has has done and to to find the sort of most viable cost effective solution that allows it to technically be seating for some events i think if i'm right at germany um they just have like a key right that unlocks a seat so i think it's coming right i get the feeling that momentum you know the the fans are going to demand it and you know it, it keeps the there we talk about the product of the premier league to the huge global audience but i think in, in the nature of wanting to keep that product as good as possible 
you know, noisy stadiums are part of that. And I, I think do it's agree. Coming. And if you think that the, the cheap away tickets was very much conscious of what away fans add to mm. the television spectacle, to the noise, and this is a continuum of that debate. You've only got to look at that yellow wall in Dortmund, yeah. right? Yeah. So have a look at it and say, well, wow. Mm. That is what, if we can replicate that somehow. But realistically, how many um, standing fans are you talking about? So say in uh, 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 the bowl, as they call it, how many, you know, What's the what's the what is the kind of pro- proposal if you like? Well, there is actually. There is, I think that's a bit far, and I don't okay, want to right. scare people or right. or go a step too far. What I think the, Celtic the, the, the first you know? Celtic have started with I think about four thousand, okay. so it's not huge. Right. But what you've done is proven legally and operationally it's right. safe and it can be done. Right. And then you, I think, you continue from there. Mm. You're I not mean, talking about having a whole end. Not, no, I don't think I don't so. Think that's so that's to happen. start yeah. to what you want to do is start to be able to give people choice. Yeah. And then move across to that. It's also important because there are some people who go to football who can't, don't want to stand. Mm. You know, people who've got older and get backache or are smaller. And yeah, actually, I'm if you had, if you had you know, approved standing areas, yeah. it makes it easier to also sell this is more of a sitting area where kids or sure. elderly people or people who want to sit mm. and watch. That's so to everyone's advantage. But, uh, you know, a uh, can't get into the debate of how much. No, let's no. just because yeah, ultimately yeah. it's government to sort of approve yeah. through the safety certificates and changes, and then we can get into that debate and move forward. Yeah, sure. Presumably the one the one major group that's against is are the Liverpool fans. The, the, I know well, it's interesting. I liaise closely with a group called Spirit of Shankly, oh, okay. who are the supporters trust at Liverpool. Yeah, they've always kind of had a view that we won't have a position on this, and okay. and it, and it's difficult. But they recently had a vote to to, to have a subsequent vote right to, uh, about the issue and there was strong support in favour and I think actually it will be one of the key decisions but I suspect that over the next six months we'll see a lot some of the Liverpool support groups coming out in favour and that will be obviously be very important and, and, and symbolic because of the issues that there have been there. Oh my God, we've got exciting news, everyone. Go on. We, we spoke about could we go away to a non-league club and how hard that would be to get Sutton a ticket. United. We're away at Sutton United. Oh, oh wow. That's, that is brilliant. In that the fifth really round. Of, of and the also, Cup. what's really exciting, I'm really excited for Sutton because that was their dream. That's, yeah. that's a dream what for them. What we got to watch there, and I think the FA picture on this, that they're not, you know, that they don't do one of those tell things and switch it to the Emirates for the payday. Oh, no, they? but the FA have got much stricter on this, I think, for, and also, I saw for the, you know, because where's the magic of the it was happening. Do you remember? A few yeah, years it was. Ago. But I did see an interview with the Sutton manager where he said, "No way would he let it. Would he let it go to the bigger team?" Also, that, drawn that, the that is the big TV pick, and there's a big yeah. payment for that. So yeah. you know, Sutton That's on for their. For I've their no idea how many that. credits you're going to need on the away scheme <laughs> to get a ticket. So what is? Does it? What is Sutton's capacity? Does anyone know? I'm going to look it up right it up. now. Uh, it's nothing, honestly. It's, it's a couple five, of thousand. It? Couple of thousand. But that right. isn't. I mean, that is going to. There'll be a there'll be a small worry there about sending all our players to go play on a three G pitch from an injury point of view. You know that that is probably the no, one really? concern. Well, I think you know that is. I mean, that is the team. You got any view? I, I don't know if you I hear thought, about that. I thought now that these three G pitches were much much better than they used to be. And, you know, they were proved for use at, at the lower level. They've come yeah. on a long way since those awful pitches, Luton and QPI. The manager have. bought the pitch, Arsenal, didn't Arsenal, you know, yeah. what, surely what, story. Surely, what, surely what Arsenal will do is get out and train on a pitch like that. Either they've got some like Well, they've got that, some, and they already yeah, they're, if they're yeah, not equivalent, you, you know, you pay and go and play on the exact yeah, yeah. surface to prepare. Yeah, they've you? got those pitches. That, of course, the downside to all of this, everyone says it's great fun, it's great fun, it's great fun, but you can't afford to lose it, can you? <laughs> oh, we can't oh. lose at Sutton. No, come on. The capacity is 
is 5,000. Oh, okay. So, um, so it's 1,000. Only 765 seats, though. So uh, talk about standing at football. I well, think uh, that would be uh, definitely a... a so how many... What do you get in well, you're the meant FA Cup? To get 15%. Up to, you're meant to get... Up, no, you're meant to get between 15 and, and, and 25, but it is determined on the policing. Well, I would have thought it would be between 500 and 1,000. So that is, yeah. that is like... Credit, right. super credit. Yeah, super credit, mate. Do you get in? Do you get in, Josh? Um, if you're not, don't scale scores. a local lamppost or I can't something. I miss many away games, <laughs> but I think you're. I mean, I think the away scheme basically is probably that kind of number. So I think it will be sort of just for people on the away scheme, I'd have thought, or club officials. I think that's how it works. And we are still on for our big refund. And there's an away game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it might get a refund on these season tickets. So that's one thought. Oh, so here's an interesting... Oh, so you, there's, oh, a grumpy, just, there's a grumpy man in Missouri. You just, Tim, you just retweeted the uh, Arsenal Fishing saying Leeds only received 755 tickets for their game against Sutton, which included 84 seats and three wheelchair spaces and three carer <laughs> tickets. It's very precise. So 755, if that, if that happens again, I guess maybe we'll get like 800. One of my good friends is very, very pally with the Sutton chairman, oh, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. God, so, you're so well connected. Yeah, well, no. No, just, just, so I'm gonna. I don't think I will get an Arsenal win, but I'll sit in the Sutton or stand nice. or whatever. Nice. That, that was extraordinary. The fifth round of the FA Cup, we're going away. To, I mean, it might Sutton not happen United. again. It might not happen again in our lives. I mean, at no. this yeah. stage of a FA Cup, no, no, never. And also, I mean, that is. A, a, but then brilliant. there must be a bit of them that wants the, you know, the tight the Emirates for the money. I mean, the money at that level, yeah. no, you no, get no, from an FA Cup tie. They were staunch about it. They, 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 can't they, be because they you, that sure, money can take you into the I'm football sure league. The FA no, but they would the rules as well to say that you have. It's much more about playing at home. Oh, yeah, I agree yeah, yeah. that that is probably how it will have to be. But if you are a Sutton United chairman, or I, I, yes, can, you can come out and go. We want the best opportunity. We want to be at home. Can they not choose? But, can they not say? Can we have it at the Emirates? Didn't that happen the other? That's year? what Tim Farnborough, says. Farnborough. I think tightened, we used Farnborough. to be able to do that, but I think now they've tightened those rules. It was Farnborough, wasn't it? I'm yeah. sure it's coming back to me now. We got Farnborough, and they they ended up playing at at us. That's in the right. FA Cup. That's right. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll be allowed. It's a lot of money, like want you to say, it. Josh. But they'll get money. loads of TV money as well, won't they? So Yeah, but... Well, they'll be Man United on telly, wouldn't they, surely? No, this will be... that. This is the pick. This is the, this is the wow. other game, isn't it? This is definitely the... Incredible. The and it's seeing what it does... Uh, a lot of... Yeah, a lot of cliches. Oh yeah, if you, you can check the other. Thing. A lot of cliches have been spouted about the end, the end of the of the FA Cup, and it's not. The, but I, for me, it's like oh, not, love even it. before this. I mean, this is yeah. a brilliant, brilliant time, a brilliant draw, mm. and it's brilliant to see two non-teams. But it's still a great competition, brilliant. isn't it? And I don't, it. For me, it's like even if a lot of teams are playing second string teams, it's still maybe because we're old, boy. Maybe it's because we're old. Yeah. <laughs> I still get excited about the whole day. Of the I cup, do. The FA Cup fun. I love it. Better than it it's probably quite a good one in terms of some of the. Big Bigger teams left hoping to get through. You've got Man City who travelled to Huddersfield. Chelsea will go away to Wolves. Um, Man United are away at Blackburn. Tottenham away at Fulham. There's a lot of big teams who have been Tottenham, kept Fulham, apart. That's interesting. Eight, that's good. As you said, eight non-Premier League teams and they've all got a home tie. That's incredible. Burnley at home to Lincoln. So Burnley. it is another Premier League non-league tie. So wow. two non-league teams would be uh, pretty happy with that. But in terms of you know all the... Premier League teams sort of being kept away from each other. Have they all been kept away from each other? That is uh, convenient, really you have on, to say. Yeah. Still on for Arsenal Lenga's last ever game being a cup final against Stop Spurs. it, Tim, please. <laughs> is that how you <laughs> dream? Uh, it's not a way to go out. Stop it, Tim. <laughs> it's um, not going to be... Is you, well, what's the latest on that? Is it gonna, what's happening with him and his, his, in, his, in his non-contract rolling year? What's happening? Is anything going to happen, Tim? No idea? 
nobody knows at nobody the moment. Knows. I, I feel that a decision has been made, regardless of whether yeah. he wins or loses, and that he's decided after all this time, it's it's the time to go, right. and that's partly why. They can't make a positive announcement now, which would help with signing new players and where they're going. But we'll have to wait and see. And that's, I think, if you look at the little clues, Wenger got very irked by the sort of Sanchez and Ozil suggestions, which mm. is that they had to wait mm. for his decision because his view was nothing to do with me. It's a bigger thing than that because he knows where it's heading. Yeah. If he were absolutely sta- wanted to stay, we know that the club would offer him a contract. Why wouldn't he sign it now to end that speculation? Mm. But it's just my. It's just, you know, yeah. my view Jeff's, of a few things I've Jeff's been told. eyes raised to the heavens. Well, this is what are the myth thought of him going? Jeff, one day, he will I've not be I've got no there. problem. I've got no problem with that. I've no, I've no problem with that. But he's okay. not done yet, honestly. He's not done yet. You know, we're second in the Premier League. Yeah. Fight, still fighting and still, we're still in that tie with Bayern Munich. It's not, I'm just, oh, I'm not, I'm it's saying, a minute, do you really think we've got any chance of winning? Yeah. I'm not saying that this is driven. Chelsea did it when they shouldn't have done it, right? Gen- Won the Champions League. Yeah. Jeff, this is my feedback from one or two people who are close to him yeah. and his demeanour at the AGM where he's kind of said farewell to everyone. Mm. And I don't think this is about, I think that, this, you know, brilliant mm. if he won the big trophies and yeah. then said there I've done my job yeah. I don't think this is about performance I think no. this is a man who's nearly 68 who's done it for a long time yeah. realises you have to stop at some point is very committed to it being in the contract time mm. and that's just you know my view of it and if you also think it would be to Arsenal's advantage if he were staying for that to have been announced by now and come out and yeah. have some stability particularly yeah. around the two big renewals they've got and but they can't come out and say that no. because that's not the decision that's sure. happening what you got to remember is it- he he lives football and he's not done that. He bleep tests like a 35-year-old, right? He's definitely not done yet. So I don't see anything no different. He's still... In two more years and he'll, I think he'll, he'll swallow and say, right, listen, I don't think he'll go somewhere else. I think he'll retire out of the game. If your theory is true about, about him, do you think that they've got a succession plan? Well, I think that they, they know that they have to be out there looking. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I'm sure that they are. They, well, apart from anything yeah. else, I think Gazidis has to be out there looking because he doesn't know what Wenger's decision is yeah, going to yeah, be yet, true. even if it is up in the air. And also, things change so quickly in football, don't they? I mean, yeah. in, in, in two weeks' time, we could think, wow, look at this run into the end of the season. We could be 13 points behind Chelsea and 3 0 down in the first leg at Bayern. And in effect, mm. it's game over. And you just don't know where things are going. And in trouble away at Sutton. I mean, it, it could be in <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, that, I just saw a stat it. actually talking about Sutton that the, the last non league team to win an FA Cup home game against top flight opposition were Sutton United. Was it against Coventry. Against Coventry. Coventry yeah, yeah, I remember to that. Joe on Twitter. So they were going to do Not going to happen. What a game that'll be. Yeah. What brilliant. Um, yeah. Very that is the magic of the FA Cup that right there. The, yeah, exactly. Oh. Now, as I've just tweeted, um, before we've got, we're running out of time, so we've got to do c- two key predictions. Mm. In fact, well, the biggest prediction of the season so far. We've got, so we've got Watford tomorrow at home and Chelsea um, on, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, Saturday. 12 12.30. 12.30. I'm turning to Tim for hey. your words of wisdom. Arsenal will beat Watford 2-0. I do think it's outrageous that Watford are made to play an FA Cup tie on Sunday afternoon and then come to our ground, but that will help us and we'll take that. Yeah. I think Chelsea will be 0-0 or one all because I think for them, a point really keeps us almost out of it and they'll be very, very cautious and play around that. So I think a win against Watford and a draw against yeah. Chelsea. Jeff? I think 3-0 against Watford. I think we're much too powerful for them. Again, you know, it's unfair what's, what's happened to them. Chelsea, I agree with Tim. I think I think a draw, 
It maybe it suits Chelsea better than more Arsenal, but I think we'll take a draw at this stage. I really do. Josh? Yeah, I think we'll be Watford. Did you specify a, a score? Did you just say a draw? I didn't. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go 1-1. No, did you specify a score? Well, I cheated and said 0-0 or 1-1. Uh, one, one, okay. But no, can oh, I have right. low-scoring draw? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I think Josh. we'll be Watford about 3-1. And, and Chelsea, I, my, I, I want to say that we'll win. That well, of we'll course, win we all want to say that. But we, you know. And I, I sort of think we could. Maybe, maybe we could. Maybe all the players coming back at the right moment, this could be the year that we go there and do something. But I've got so many memories of sitting there in the away end. <laughs> Being really positive about <laughs> seven minutes before the game, and then about a quarter of an hour in, we were either one nil down, down to ten men, or Wenger's, you know, already looking like a bit of a madman pushing Mourinho on the sideline. I don't know. I've just got all these bad memories of being there, but I'm going to be positive. I'm going to say two one. We're going to win and be back genuinely in a title race come next week. Bold. Um, I'm going to say Steve gonna, Bold. Steve Bold. Stevie Bold. I'm going to say we're going to lose two one. I'm afraid my brain is uh, ruling my heart. Yeah. And Watford. Uh, Watford, yeah, I think 3-1. I think we win 3-1, yeah. It's amazing. The the difference how we could all feel this time next yeah. week. I could say between anywhere between 2 and 13 it's points away game, from Chelsea. And I think how we set up at Ch- Chelsea might be a little bit dependent on the result they get at Anfield. Because if, they've, oh, yeah, got, true, if yeah. they've got 8 points, there's an element of you've got to take the 3 points yeah. off. Yeah. Or it's too much. If they are pegged back at Anfield and it's, say, yeah. a six-point or five-point difference, there is an element of us not losing keeps us really yeah. sort of that element of catching but up. But the it? question is, if, how do you, if, we, if we do go to Chelsea and we beat them, how do you see the rest of the season pounding out? Got some tough games left, haven't we? Liverpool away, Spurs away. You, I still, you wouldn't yeah. still. I mean, it would be a glorious moment. If we beat Chelsea, I said this a couple of weeks ago, then that will be the most significant achievement for years for years to yeah. me and, the, and then actually the kind of achievement that we've been waiting for yeah. whereas for me on. if we draw even if we draw I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get that because if we lose it's like same old same yeah. old so I do think winning there will be an astonishingly brilliant moment which could I mean you know might make even definitely me definitely capable of being you know actually one. something weird could happen in the league Tim would it make you feel that way oh, it, it, mo- uh, yeah, yeah absolutely but yeah. it'd be very Arsenal to then you know, yeah. then come back and lose like the next two games, yeah. wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, that, of course. That, that sense of focus on it. But you've got to take each game as you come. It would be massive to go there yeah. and win. And I think it would put in a, a kind of sprint for the finish. Yeah, it would be. It's huge. It's massive. Not as massive. The one thing we haven't mentioned on your on your menu, Josh, is Akpom expensive to be sent out on loan to Brighton. Missed out that. Yeah, just, I mean, he's just never really made an impact. I mean, he's one of them who, in pre-season, we always see, comes on, scores against whatever... Far Eastern team we're playing in the preseason friendly has never really been given a, a proper sniff, and you know, especially with Welbeck back at the moment, it's he's so far down the pecking order. The big rich clubs with strong squads, isn't it? What the problem they're, is? They're not going to get not going to get a chance. No. I mean, you know, you're going to have. And oh, when you Lucas, do get your chance, you have to... got to get Atrics and stuff like that where they cannot leave you out and you've got to do it again the next week. And Did you see there was a, the photo? All, all the players went out for a meal last yes. week. Yes, I did. Mm. Yes. I, so, one thing so was Oza wasn't there. Whereas like everyone else was there. How do you know he did wasn't the one taking the well, picture? Well, I tweeted oh. that he might be the one taking, but he he wasn't. Um, and the other thing was Sonogo was in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, good yeah. to see him. So wasn't that, it Sonogo's yeah. birthday? Like I think like, not not that night, but it was re- on, over the weekend because I remember because Arsenal tweeted birthday wishes to Sonogo, I believe, and a lot of of particularly hardcore Vengerats were furious. <laughs> the, and, and the kind of Arsenal fans who hate social media, like just as a as a thing. They were really gone. Yeah, he's born on the 27th of January. So yeah, uh, there you go. So maybe that knowledge. dinner, maybe that was his birthday dinner. That's my theory. 
That's why, why else would he have been there? Well, then big shots. He's, 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 he's not... He's he must have introduced club, himself. He? he must have gone round and said hello. Yeah. Oh, well, let's I'm just Yaya. do a birthday dinner. I'm Yaya, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Strange Santos, event. So, yeah. Someone said he was a waiter. No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sonogo, the waiter. That's the title of the podcast. Um, I think we've run out of time, haven't we, Josh? We have. But I think we've covered it all. But thank you Everything. so much to our guests. Yeah. To Tim Payton. Always a pleasure. Thank to you. Jeff thank Arsenal. You. To sidekick Josh. To you, Boyd Hilton. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll be back this time next week we, after a, a huge week. What? We didn't even ask about your, your time at the NTAs in the middle of the week. Oh, nothing yeah, major. Nothing uh, major. Good time with Durant. Durant was in good form, yeah. He's gone off on holiday for um, a, about a week to a the Maldives. <laughs> I'm telling everyone's in the Maldives. Um, <laughs> if any photographers are Paparazzi. Listening, don't try and track him down. You can't don't try there. and track him down. Um, but yeah, a so hotel, he's missing... hotel that he's at, boys? A room <laughs> I number? Know. I don't know. I'm not going to reveal the hotel. <laughs> But uh, he was sad to be missing um, the game against Watford. I know that much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's devastating. I think I'd choose them all to Yeah, I think I would as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much. Yeah, we'll be back this time next week. See you. Bye. Bye. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.